Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Good morning. Good morning. This is the first time we've recorded one of these in the morning. Yeah, but you could be listening to this at any time of the day because that's the wonders of the internet. This isn't radio where we determine what time you listen to it. You can tune in, pop your podcast, download your podcast, have a listen anytime. And once you've gotten to the end of one of our one hour long podcast episodes, you don't have to be like, how am I ever going to hear that again? You just go back to the start. It's pretty amazing. You I- could listen to this six, seven, 47 times. All you, you have to. to do, if you've got a smartphone, is you can no actually. No one has those. No, sad. but if you do, yeah. if you do, mm. Mish, if you have a smartphone, yep. why are you always come? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just going to start talking because the uh, etiquette of podcasts hasn't been really set up yet, even though I haven't been introduced. Yeah, no, um, that's okay. I mean, because this is one of the first podcasts ever, I believe. Yes. Um, We've yeah. established that it's us and Ricky Gervais. Yeah, right. <laughs> that's this it. This is so good. It's so exciting. I'm very excited to be a part of this. Hi, I'm Ben Russell. <laughs> Hi, Ben Russell. <laughs> Hi, Ben Russell. So um, we should introduce you, uh, Ben. Sorry, tell- I don't know the, any etiquette to do. What, what, <laughs> no, no. That's so- okay. We're kind of building it as we go. Yeah, Zach and yeah, I get yeah. to create what the <laughs> etiquette is for a podcast. We were thinking a good idea was sort of for us to talk for a little bit, get people comfortable, and yeah, then right. introduce the guest. Oh, okay. But um, this works too, I think. Yeah, Yeah, I was just excited. I'm excited to be part of a new wave of something. Have you ever been on a podcast? I've never been on a podcast. I don't even own a smartphone. (laughs) Yeah, Um, yeah. But I think I've got, I can get a little program on my PC. Oh, right. uh, Yeah, yeah. to, to play it. Just so. download it from the landline. Yeah, that's yep. right. Yeah, yeah. You can also put that onto your onto your MP3 player. Yeah. Mm. So onto your if iPod. You wipe, if you wipe your iPod of all songs, you should be able to fit at least half an episode of this podcast on there, we've discovered. So yeah, great. That's, that's great. Good. But I wouldn't get too nervous. Uh, it's a lot like radio, although we don't play songs. Huh. Mm. Uh, yeah. So I think talk back radio, um, but also if you say anything offensive, we can cut that out. Wow. Yeah. Uh, but also not that many things are offensive. Yeah, right yeah that's right. I mean, uh, well, it's 2009. So I know. You can say anything you want. Yeah. And no one's going to pull us up on being assholes. Yeah. Blackface you know I mean? is is cool. It's still <laughs> perfectly fine. Yeah. No, no. Hey, hey. It's Saturday. Did that bit. Oh wow! Yeah. Yeah. And How we just found that out. Yeah. So we have that's recently. New. We've recently yeah. found out we've... that that's Harry Connick Junior. Chronic Harry Connick Junior. Made us very aware that that's not okay. Listen, I was surprised as anyone to realize that. Hey, blackface is not okay. Isn't that strange? It's so yeah, strange. it's it's very odd. It's a very interesting thing that happened there because. I, it's just that there's no one been telling us that. No, I know. It's so bizarre. It's almost like we haven't had a history of like uh, racism that's been closely linked to blackface. If somehow there was a way that we could, I don't know, go on some kind of um, like wiki or something like that, <laughs> yeah. then maybe we would. But, yeah. you know, there's no way. There's if no we, way for us to do our research. If we had an research. ability to obtain that knowledge, we would. I can't but look we that don't. up on So blackface is fine. Yeah, blackface was fine. Now... 
Harry Connick told us that it wasn't. That's right. Harry exactly. Connick Jr., of course, uh, a very successful musician, mm. doesn't have a talk show, uh, and <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> had hit mm. songs in living memory. So, yeah. But what we're saying is, like, if you feel superior to me because I have a vagina, mm. that's that makes totally sense. Totally fine. That makes perfect sense. Yeah. And uh, don't get me wrong. I mean, I don't think there is anything wrong with... Um, you know, calling someone sweetheart or, you know, I love one of my favorite things to do is actually yell uh, at a woman on the street, smile, sweetheart. Yeah. Oh, and I, well, I they're always that's frowning. Cool. Yeah, they're always frowning. Well, personally, personally, I love. Like, in my experience, I love a reminder. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. if you, like, if you yell at me on the street and remind me to smile, Mm. Thank you. It's interesting how much things have changed in such a short amount of time. Since <laughs> since nineteen ninety nine. Yeah. No, yeah. Yes. Anyway. Crazy. Um but uh, you know, I shudder to think of um you know, if you guys were able to organize yourselves mm. and perhaps create a movement that would shake the power structure. You know what, Ben? Yeah. Do you know how I feel about that? What? Me too. Huh. <laughs> you like that? Yeah. I like it. Cute. It's fun. It uh, sort of rolls off the tongue. Yeah. But if if ever there was a movement, mm. if ever there was a big movement to mm. uh, to to stop, I'd be fine. I, you know, mm. it's time for for women to rise up. Yeah. I think it's it's about time, and I'm perfectly content. I'll just live my life. I'll watch my Miramax films. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just chill out. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> um, anyway, <laughs> we're here for a purpose. Uh, purpose being, of course, week seven, part one of MasterChef. Very and exciting. Can we just say, yeah. front page news this week? It really? Was, yeah, this yeah, yeah. show has exploded. We were uh, so excited when we saw the ads for the Crock and Bush. I'm sure. Every, everyone's been talking crock and bush. Yeah, everyone was like, what is that pyramid of cake? <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were doing the episode before. Well, we, we were. No, absolutely we will. But uh, this has been um, uh, so this all is... through the news. Yeah. yeah <laughs> There's this been is, ads. This is massive. <laughs> yeah. We, if, if we were to do a podcast uh, featuring the crock and bush episode and yeah. didn't address right up the top... Uh, we will get to the crock and bush. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Hundred percent. Sorry, I was confused. I don't know how podcasts work. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so the first ever podcast. The three ever. episodes that we had you watch. <laughs> yeah, and how did you guys get all these episodes? Did channel? Are you guys doing stuff with channel? Uh, the, um, well, no. Uh, we've had to sit down and watch them at se- just like you did at seven o'clock each night. Right. Okay. Um, as yeah. they've been because well, I did, but I just was wondering if you guys had like. You know, had like a special screen. Oddly enough, Channel 10 hasn't contacted us. (laughs) (laughs) We've been uh, waiting and and our DMs are always open. Uh, What's that? (laughs) (laughs) It's a a feature on Instagram we've recently discovered. And um, even if it's not a thing in 2009, it's essential (laughs) to this podcast for Zach and I to make sure that it is there. So uh, Instagram DMs are a thing. It's the, sorry, PM, it's private messaging on MySpace. Okay, great. Thank you very much. I'm more of a MySpace, so. Yeah, you yeah. like MySpace yeah, still? I love MySpace. Have you have you gotten on Facebook? Uh, I thought it was for dating. 
No, no, Facebook, uh, it's very similar to MySpace. It was originally just for university people. Oh, wait, it's 2009? Yeah. No, I've been on Facebook for three years. <laughs> 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 yeah. Um, <laughs> wait, let me check. Uh, sorry, I just got to quickly Google <laughs> where I was at. Um, yeah. It has actually also come to my attention that Facebook is more popular than MySpace Currently, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. they uh, they sold to News Corp a couple of years ago, yeah, and, it and it's doing quite well. Um, waiting for things like being able to change the colors of your background and like add a song to your profile, and yeah, stuff. waiting a... for it to become more fun. <laughs> MySpace is fun, mm. uh, and Facebook's just not there yet. But when it does, I crazy. in Facebook, it's you know, uh, whenever they change the format mm. of Facebook, you always have people going. Facebook changed the format. I hate it. The new Facebook sucks. <laughs> yeah, they're always changing it. They're People always changing so it. People are so mad when you change it. They're like, no, <laughs> this is the last straw. You keep changing it, Facebook. Uh, whenever, whenever they change, whenever they change the uh, layout of Facebook, I, I often Google search for a funny meme and uh, pop that up on. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Pop that up on. What's your favorite meme at the time? <laughs> Yeah. Uh, have you seen uh, I Love Babs? <laughs> I love Babs. Oh, Gers Babs. Gers Babs. They're so my favorite funny. bird. That's the best meme. That is the best meme. Uh, my favorite bird. Yeah. Actually, still the best meme. Still the best meme ever made. I think that that is the best. I think that will withstand from, you know, 10 years' time. I think I'll still. Have fond memories of that meme. Well, who can tell? Who can know? But I, I genuinely feel the same. It's a fantastic <laughs> meme. Yeah. All right, we do have to launch into. I can't wait to talk about it personally. Yeah. Uh, week seven, part one. Um, We're in, in the top ten. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Incredible. Incredible, Incredible. stuff. Firstly, I guess Ben. I want to ask you how you're feeling about the whole MasterChef thing, like since you've come on board kind of halfway through. Yeah, well, you know, I'm actually a big fan of MasterChef and uh, <laughs> I first off want to just say uh, I hate Sam. Yeah, yeah right, right okay. on. Yeah. What he about shouldn't be Sam there. do you hate? I just hate the fact that he doesn't belong there. And on the off chance that there are some people listening to this podcast that don't know who we're talking about, Sam is the fedora kid who probably... Well, there are two fedora. There's a fedora man and, and there's a fedora kid. So we yeah. call him Meat Man because he cooks meat. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Uh, and then we call uh, Sam Fedora Kid because he had a fedora in the early days. Yeah. Um, he's also that... He's the little shit that doesn't seem to like food and probably, <laughs> probably canoodled with the dessert girl. Yeah. yeah. Even um, though he's a married man yeah. at 23. And they do something in this episode. The reason why I bring up Sam is they do something in this episode. They do a taste test. Yes. Mm. In this one, about do you know the name of it? It's a Greek dish. Well, so yeah. write it down. I, I do know the name. It's concavia. Uh, Con yeah. concavia. So concavia. Yeah, but also George called it a kakavia. 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 Is it? Yeah. And, and the reason I I noticed the the name was because uh, for a good twenty minutes I thought it was called kakavia. Kakav. I thought it was called kakav, and it was just George saying kakav. Yeah, <laughs> it's kakav. Yeah, yeah, it's kakav. Yeah, um, yeah. And then Sam. Okay, we've just had so we've had George say kakav. Yeah, over and over again. Mm. And then Sam comes up and goes, "Oh, I don't know, concav. Yeah." And I'm like, "You know what the fuck it's called? Yeah. Stop 
stop messing about. Yeah. Sam. He also said uh, in the I don't the think segment, he takes this. Com- I don't think he takes the competition seriously. I think he realised he wasn't going to win about two weeks ago. Yeah, right. yeah and now like he's just like chance. settled back into it. But, but he was... also has like a really unwarranted arrogance about him that mm. really bothers me. Like really <laughs> fucking bothers me. He's really cocky for someone yeah. that so far all he can do is sear fish. But I That's do it. like his faux hawk, and I myself. Uh, you probably have noticed that I am sporting a really good faux hawk. Yeah, it's a delicious yeah. faux hawk. Can I, now, I can't really see from the other side of the room. What colour is your hair right now? Uh, so it... my hair has little peroxide tips. Oh, beautiful. Yeah, nice. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Very fashionable. Yeah. Do you own a fedora? Uh, or, or sort of a It's dress actually hat? more of a trilby. Yeah yeah, 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 I get that. I've got a really nice uh, dress hat. I, I wouldn't know exactly. What, I, I think it's it's more like mm. a it's somewhere between a fedora and a trilby. I'm quite tall, yeah. and I like to wear it with a print tee and jeans. Yeah, personally, That's I love nice. threadless tees. Oh, and yeah. Uh, yeah. I tell you what, if I moved to Chicago, I would uh, I would work there as a casual uh, <laughs> yeah. for a little while until yeah. I realized it was bullshit work. <laughs> I don't. I don't own a hat, but I do own a lot of um, uh, Converse high tops. Yeah, uh, yeah. A lot of them. Well, because you're indie, as I'm, we discussed. Yeah, in we've an discussed, discussed that I'm very. I'm. I'm indie. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm alternative and I'm indie, so I own three pairs of Converse high tops. Yeah. If there's a, something that I like, one thing I really enjoy is if I'm going out, I'll wear. I've got this really nice sort of um, velvet brown jacket. Mm. Yeah. And so I'll wear that with a printed tee, maybe. Um, Darth Vader trimming the hedge of a Death Star. Yeah. Like a hedge into a Death Star. So I'll wear that. Mm-hmm. And then I'll wear my little trilby. And um, and I can't really you grow. You are so fashion yeah. forward. I can't really grow a moustache, but I've got like a little peach fuzz in a goatee form. And, oh, that's um, um, really sexy. Yeah. A little bit of a Johnny Depp goatee. Yeah, yeah. 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 Who's my hero and he's never done anything wrong. <laughs> <laughs> As Ben touched on, (laughs) I can't. As Ben touched on, we don't have a mystery box, which no. broke my little heart because mm. mystery box is my favourite. What we had is a taste testing um, and he pulls out this, what is essentially a fish stew, big yeah. big fish soup, mm. and has everyone taste the fish soup and try and write down as many ingredients as they can and out of 17 ingredients or something. And the person who has the most ingredients correct uh, wins. And what I will say more than anything is um, – if ever there's a question as to why MasterChef is currently the highest rated reality television show on Australian television, watch that 20 minutes of television. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking fascinating. Oh you would God. think that uh, 10 people eating some soup and then writing for yeah. 20 minutes would be boring. Yeah, trying yeah. to figure out if they're vongolay or pipis. <laughs> Fucking! I I was like, it was the tensest twenty minutes of my life. Like, is it vongole? Is it a pipi? I don't know. I don't know what it is. And then when they obviously said it was vongole, I was like, oh, Oh, fuck! Fuck! I would never have guessed vongole. I thought they were pipis. And and Tom didn't even put garlic. I'm like, Tom, come on, come on, Tom. Well, that's why Tom was in the bottom three. Yeah, not that good. He's not as good as Sandra. They also. I was uh, surprised that Jenny was in the top. 
in the bottom. So was George, because she's Greek. Yeah. So they talked a lot about how Greek she was. Yeah, yeah, I'm a piece of shit. I've been calling her Italian since the start of this podcast. She's I'm big time Greek, and I love Jenny, actually. Yeah, she's oh, yeah. beautiful. She's, she's, she's fun. Beautiful. Yeah. I, love, I love, she does this thing with her hand where she'll be like, she does a great worried face. She does yeah. the best worried face out of any of them. And what I've said, I think she was just probably nervous or something like that. She felt the pressure we because felt the pressure. I think George was putting the pressure on her because she is Greek and a woman. And uh... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, uh, and there's also there's also a little bit with uh, with JD. Also of note is that um, they pointed her out. They they said the top three, and then they pointed out the bottom two. Even though Jenny was the second to the bottom, yeah, th- they decided that two was the number of people they would mark. Mm. Yeah, I so thought they're that like, was an odd it's choice. just interesting that they were like, we're going to tell Jenny that she's number two worst. <laughs> <laughs> Good on them. Good on them. Yeah. Um, I have a quote here from Jenny as well. She's like, "I'm thinking, Jenny, this is your life. You're fighting for your life." I thought a bit dramatic. They're eating a fish soup. <laughs> Imagine <laughs> eating an a advantage. fish. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's <laughs> the like, other layer. It wasn't even like you'll go home if you don't. Know. It was like this is so intense. <laughs> I'm fighting for my life. But that's where, like, I'm personally feeling that from MasterChef now. That level of intensity. Mm. Um, that you know, chances are we'll be talking about these people for ten years to come. And if they make a fool of themselves, Jenny will always be known yeah. as Jenny the Greek who fucked up the ingredients in a f- kakavya. Yeah. <laughs> like, speaking, I'll never forget that. Speaking of never forgetting, um, Sarah Wilson just does a fantastic job. Isn't of she superb? I just love the, host, Sarah. the role that she fills in this. Just to, like, do things. Like, you're like, could could other could the people that they already have on the show do this? No. 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 Absolutely not. And the thing is, not only does she kind of say what the contestants are going to be doing, like, today you'll be doing a taste test. George then brings out the fish soup and says something along the lines of, like, so this is for the taste test. Yeah. So it's almost like they've said the same thing. Well, Not quite, though. Yeah. And what would they do? This is my question. Who's going to talk while George is bringing in the pot of soup? Yeah. Yeah, if he's walking in with the pot of soup, what are they going to do for that period? You need someone there talking. Yeah, exactly. It's very important. Like, you'd think that maybe Gary could or George could even. Like, George can walk and talk, surely. But, I mean, Gary is uh, homunculus. (laughs) 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 I'm starting starting to think that maybe you're not the biggest Gary fan. I just find, um, I hope they get rid of him. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. he just brings very little in terms of personality. Well, out of the four. Uh, out of the four, they should get rid of Gary, keep Sarah, put, make Matt Preston a little bit more, uh, give him more Present. of a thing to do because mm. he is uh, lovely. But I love look, him. look, Ben, yeah. you have to consider that Gary's not a TV personality. Um, he will is, definitely get better. He will get better. That's he what will I mean. get like, better. I reckon, and will definitely not say, stay the same. No, I reckon hypothetically this show runs for, I don't know, maybe 10 years. Yeah. In 10 years, Gary is going to be so full of personality. He'll be a different man. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. You've yeah, got to yeah. keep that in mind. Like, get, cut him some slack. As for George, I think he's just going to become more and more sort of Greek and honest. <laughs> like, I really think that I trust George. We love yeah. George. You know, yeah. I would let George deal with my payroll. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'd yeah, be yeah. like, George, you take care of that. I'm not going to even worry about that. Yeah. And even if you do, you know, skim a little bit off, 
nothing will happen. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, it's going to be course. totally fine. Yeah, like we've we've come to the conclusion that George Columbaris is a socialist. Yeah, he um, can do no wrong. He can do absolutely no, no wrong. To the point where there's a fan club now called the George Columbaris Socialist Party or something like that. Yeah, right. Um, they're loving. We're, we I all can love just George. imagine like, I I think that it would be so good to be like a kid. And because he loves soccer, and I just like think about him and <laughs> seeing him at the soccer, and I would be like, "Hey, George!" And he would go, "Hey, come over here!" Yeah, you know, and yeah. hug me, and and, and you, people would film it, and they'd yeah. be like, and, and no you'd say, "George, you really look after your stuff, right?" Yeah. Yeah. And this is like, yeah, this is pretty recent. Yeah, and yeah. there's no That's way like that like you'd then cop a big fist to the face. Or no, no, like no, that. no, 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 no. He's not. George a... would never hit a child. No. <laughs> <laughs> if I know anything about George, it's that he would never, never hit, hit a, a child. child. He would never steal and he'd never hit a child. <laughs> and what... if he did, then there's no way he'd get away with it. Yeah, no chance. Um, so basically uh, Chris and Tom were had, had equal amount of uh, correct guesses for what mm-hmm. was in the soup. Mm-hmm. Um, so they had to reveal a taramasalata and um, had to scream. Chris whoever, just, boom. Yeah, whoever screamed the answer of what's the main ingredients in a taramasalata won. And Chris was on it. But yeah. Although he did like a fucking idiot accidentally say <laughs> mussels for yeah. muscles. Like, mus- mus- muscles, mullet row. <laughs> yeah. It's very And intense. Tom, who's like well baked. Like, yeah. That's a baked man. He just is didn't, baked. Didn't he? move. Like the, the taramasalata <laughs> was revealed and Tom was. Uh. Like, oh. <laughs> He's just a lawyer from. Where is he from? Queensland or. I think W. Is he from WA? WA? Yeah. Like one of, the, one of those. Like, he's not Sydney, Melbourne. He's sort of yeah. from a. One of the cities that are a little more chilled out. Yeah, you know? well, I'm from Perth. You're so from I'm, Perth. You live in Perth, currently. Live in Perth currently. Thanks for coming over yeah. to live do in the Perth podcast. Currently, and I work uh, as an actor and comedian. Yeah, um, yeah. And we don't get many people coming over, you know? Mm, no. No. Well, it's, it's a very expensive mm. Qantas flight. Mm. Yeah. Why, yeah, I, I get it. Why go to WA when you could just go to Bali? Exactly. Yeah, that's yeah. how that's how I live. Although I don't know if I'm, can I just say? Yeah. I don't know if I'm all that comfortable going to Bali, what with all this Chappelle Corby stuff going on. It's pretty intense. (laughs) It's it's crazy. I don't know, man. I think that, I mean, she's obviously been set up. Yeah, she's clearly innocent. Yeah. But. I reckon she'll, they'll get her out of there though. I think so too. Yeah, she'll be out. (laughs) And she'll keep a super, I reckon, like, when she does get out, which will be very soon, super low profile. Yeah. Yes. yeah, yeah. She'll keep yeah. a super low profile. Mm. Um, and, I like, I think as well, like, her family's really going to respect her privacy, mm. you know, not mm. release that story. Um, yeah. They seem cool. Yeah, they, they seem, seem very really cool. cool. Yeah. I want to be friends with the Corbys. Yeah. yeah. I just, yeah, I don't I want to be at that family Christmas. <laughs> 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 I want to go along to that family yeah, Christmas. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I went to Sydney recently. I went to Sydney recently and I, 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 I had to get my bag wrapped up in that plastic. They're mm. now offering that because mm. you just can't trust the baggage handlers. Yeah. And, while no. you're, and while you're getting the... Um, your bag wrapped up in plastic, you really have to make sure that no one's slipping in a perfectly cut wedge of weed into your bag that fits they perfectly. Could be the to, ones they could be the it. ones doing it. So just keep an eye out. Yeah. Like basically advice to our listeners, if you're at the airport, keep an eye out for people smuggling weed into your bag, but not just a bit of weed, but like weed perfectly cut to the shape of your bag. Yeah, because that'll happen. Air packed. <clears throat> just make sure. Because mm. I think what they're doing, I don't entirely know what the baggage handler plan is, but I think what they're doing is they've got boogie board shape 
shaped weed blocks at their workplace. Yeah. And they look out for boogie boards. And then when yeah. they see a boogie board, they slip it in, uh-huh. zip it up, send it off. And then at the other end, they they just hope that someone runs into Chappelle. Yeah. Is yeah. that the yeah. idea? Yeah, because That's I would, idea. you know, Chappelle is smart. She knows that, you know, that country is really harsh on Mm. on mm. Uh, drugs. So I don't think that she would take the chance no. on that. No, no. Yeah. Anyway, uh, <laughs> Chris wins because he screams out mullet row. <clears throat> and the idea now is it's kind of like a challenge where they're going to work in pairs. They're going to cook whatever they want, just a two-course meal, but you have to cook in pairs. And Chris's advantage is that he gets to pick who he cooks with and he also gets to pick the other pairs. They also, I just want to say, they also say that they're um, that they're going to be judged by one of the finest critics in Australia. They set it up like it's a special yeah. guest. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like, you're going to be judged by one of the finest critics in Australia. And then it's Matt. Yeah. And then Matt walks in and they don't applaud because it's Matt. They know Matt. He comes in every, every episode. And then he goes, and then to their silence, he goes, yes, keep the wild applause to a dull roar. <laughs> and then there's a bit more silence and then they all like awkwardly <laughs> And um, the editors decided to keep, keep that, that in. in. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like the editors in this show really do just take a piss. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I, I personally, the thing I love about the most about MasterChef mm, mm. is the big brother element. They put, you know, they pop them, they have a look in the apartments beforehand. You see the human drama from these fantastic personalities. Yeah. It's an element um, of the show that ain't going nowhere. It, yeah. I mean, I think that uh, the core elements, if I had to list them of this show, Sarah Wilson the people living in a house together, the voting each other off, and the immunity challenge that pulls you out of the competition for yeah. four months. When you, when the, yeah, the fact that you vote. Those are the four things yeah. that are here to stay. The yeah. fact that the contestants vote off who stays or goes is very a massive survivor. element, a very survivor and a massive element of the show because I believe that those who go home should not, in MasterChef, should not be based on their ability to cook and no. also on their ability to get along with the people they live with in the Big Brother MasterChef house. Um, so Chris chooses to be paired up with Poe, which uh-huh. makes sense because yeah. she's the, the only one who can cook. Two of the strongest <laughs> the strongest people yeah. in the country. Um, yeah. And I think I'm putting it out there. We've, Zach and I have really been uh, speculating on who's going to win. Mm-hmm. I reckon it's quite clearly going to be Poe. If Poe um, doesn't win this, I think, I think th- that is the greatest... Injustice. Tr- injustice this country has ever seen. It, she's so clearly going to win this. It's just like they're just like waiting in water now. It's They've like, set yeah. it how, up perfectly. How are the other nine going to go? Yeah. yeah. And yeah. the thing is the other nine would know too. She's I mean, the only one who can cook. Yeah. The judges all seem to love her. Even when she fucks up, they're still yeah. like, you can get this to get. They help her. They help I mean, her unfuck herself. The only way, I mean, Chris, he's just too unlikable. Uh, the only other person I see is like maybe Julie, but the only oh, way really? Julie would win yeah. is if there was systemic racism in this country, <laughs> oh. which doesn't exist. No, we we don't have a problem with racism. Um, so no, because yeah. two thousand and nine, yeah, it's post racist society that we're living in. <laughs> yeah, that's right. A blackface not a good thing. We but... found that out, but you know, you know, Connick. Fixed it. Yeah, <laughs> got it. But fixed he fixed Australia. it, and now we're crooner. Well, no, and <laughs> I can, <laughs> fixed Australia. <laughs> now that now that Connick Junior has fixed Australia, I'm excited for uh, no more blackface scandals. I think yeah. people, yeah, yeah. I think we've learned, and they understood. Yeah, yeah, they get it. They get it. So yeah. I'm excited for a bright future of of no more racism. Yeah, yeah me too. Incredible. I mean, I uh, I can't imagine 
you know, you being in the football and booing like, you know, a, a black player. What a weird thing to say. Yeah. <laughs> That's a really that weird would, thing to say. That's like vicious. That's like 1940s yeah. racism. Yeah. And if they were booing, it would be based on performance. <laughs> right? Like, I'm going to fight that in 2009. <laughs> 2009. Any booing that happens at the football, that's yeah. not racist. No. That's based on performance. <laughs> I'm feeling so uncomfortable. <laughs> no, that's all right. I've, 2009, I've marked the time. Yeah. <laughs> 2009 is an uncomfortable time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so uh, basically like they all cook. It's in pairs. It's fairly dull. Everyone cooks quail. That's a really popular dish at the moment, I feel, I'm feeling. Like it's yeah. quite yeah. a bougie dish. A small chicken? Yeah. It's it's just a tiny chicken. Yeah, it is a tiny chicken. I didn't know what a quail was. I think it's probably one of the most useless of all the poultries. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. I feel you. Quail, it's it's so tiny. And then, yeah, little and nibbly. Apparently it's delicious. I would rather a spatchcock over a quail. Or a a pidge, a cheeky pigeon. Yeah, don't mind a pidge. Yeah. Yeah. Fun fact, uh, pigeon was Hitler's favourite food. That's a true story. Really? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, pigeon was Hitler's favorite. Food. I thought he was a vegetarian. No, it wasn't. Goebbels made that up. Ah, yeah. Um, everyone's like, oh, just because you're a vego or a vegan, hypothetically, whatever those are, um, just because you're one of those, it doesn't mean you're a good person. Because Hitler was a vegetarian, it's like, no, Goebbels made it up so that people would like him more. Because at the same time, Gandhi was a vegetarian. There you go. It's fun facts. Yeah, that's fascinating. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. You look fascinated as you it's remove not just... your jacket and don't make eye contact <laughs> with me. <laughs> I, think, I think Ben has just realised we're halfway through episode one <laughs> and half an hour in. <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> yeah, mate. We don't just make you watch three hours of content on this podcast. <laughs> we make you talk about it for so long. <laughs> Since episode one, Zach and I go in. Ben wanted to do it. Yeah. <laughs> he requested it. I love to do your pod, guys. Um, since episode one, Zach and I have sat down before every episode and said, all right, f- half an hour, 40 minutes, and we've yet to go under three and a half hours. <laughs> no, that's not true. We're, we're aiming for an hour. <laughs> anyway, so let's speed this up. Um, uh, who wins? Justine and Greg Norman win. <laughs> So Greg Norman's the his name's Lucas, but he's yeah. the golfer, and they won't ever let that up. Like they constantly talk about the fact that I think he's like a minor celebrity or something. Well, he is one of the few white men on the show. Like, yeah, there's not like a lot older of them. white men anyway. So I feel keeping like, it diverse. Yeah, I feel like yeah. you got to look after. <laughs> In two thousand nine. Yeah. Are you writing down that time? Thank you. Yeah. Thanks, Zach. Um, so 2009 they... was fucked. <laughs> <laughs> it was not that. It was 10 years ago. It wasn't it was that long ago. Years. I remember. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm thinking of like 
Oh, 2009, we were so nah, like, man. smart. We're not. No. We're fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah, it's so true. Fuck 2009 <laughs> and fuck everyone that lived through it. <laughs> I'm sorry. Wait, no, we can do this. Lucas and Justine win because they made salmon ceviche <laughs> and quail. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're watching. This is the big this is the biggest cultural thing in Australia in probably five years. It's massive. It's people it's the, making seven ceviche. It's the number two show in the country. Oh. And it, it's so tense. Oh. But then we get to the bottom two pairs, so Ooh. bottom four. Mm. And it's Julie and Tom because Tom fucked up his salad. And it's oddly enough, Chris and Poe. Yeah. Mm. What a shock to my system. And they say to Chris, they're like... Like a Tegan and Sarah song. It's a shock to my system. <laughs> That's a new reference. <laughs> I haven't brought up Tegan and Sarah. I Tegan fucking love Tegan and Sarah are great, them. yeah. Um, <laughs> um, anyway. and I do love, I do love that. Yeah, yeah. They're, and they're like, um, Chris, you look mad. And he's like, I'm pissed off. <laughs> Yeah, I'm pissed off. I'm pissed off. Yeah, but why was he pissed off? This is the best reason. He's like, well, I'm mad at myself, but obviously it's because I this was an invention test and a lot of really boring dishes won. <laughs> what a cunt. Like, yeah, he is an absolute cunt. Condensed cunt. He's pure cunt. <laughs> yeah. Because like, then, then Gary was like, yeah, but it wasn't good. <laughs> yeah. so that's great that you tried something different. It wasn't good, yeah, it mate. It wasn't good. Um, so that's the bottom four. And I, I'm sorry, I wanted to get here really quick because now we are at what will go down in history as one of the best hours of television yeah. ever. And it is the Crockenbush. My yeah. God. What a practical dessert as well. Yeah. You know, yeah. This is a dessert that I could see myself ordering. Well, this is the great thing. <laughs> I'll have the, the Crockenbush. Thanks. Some <laughs> fucking just profiteroles. <laughs> In, a, with glucose. <laughs> a tower of pastry all and smushed <laughs> together in a pyramid. With violets yeah. just kind of put yeah. delicately amongst. Delicious. Yeah. But, I mean, come on. We were all in awe of this My dessert. My God. It's, mm. a, it's a big feat it's because it's big. Yeah. Week, it's know? huge. It's a, it's a crock and bush. Is it what pulled you in? Is it the reason you started watching MasterChef? Yeah, the crock and bush. I I came for the Poe, but I stayed for the Crockenbush. For the creme patissiere. Yeah. I did pay, play a game while uh, watching this yeah. with my uh, with some great Crown Lagers. And, uh, <laughs> That's uh, pretty much the classiest beer you can yeah, get. Yeah, I know. I know. And I'm pretty classy. Like, I was either that or maybe some hard ice. Mm. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Do you know, there's nothing I love more than... Uh... Or some teddies. <laughs> Love teddies. <laughs> teddies. He'll love to his extra dry man. And you can have that while having some sort of Dick Smith product. Yeah. While eating that. Like, yeah. a, like a peanut butter or, yeah. or a Dick Smith cookie. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing I love more than going to a wedding with a black suit, black shirt, and a red tie with a crownie in one hand. Fuck yeah, man. And my sunnies on. And what's the best thing about that now is when you're at that wedding, the wedding cake will most probably be a, a crockenbush. Yeah. I feel like croc- everyone's going to want to make a It's in the croc- zeitgeist. It is. Yeah. But I did a little game where every time I uh, heard the, the word creme patissier, mm-hmm. I had to drink. And let me tell you, I got real, I got tipsy. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, for those of you, like for those of you who are still like coming on board the MasterChef thing and of just learning to kind of explore your culinary mm. pleasures, mm. creme patissiere is custard. It's yeah. It's a thick custard. It's just custard. It's just custard. So if you don't have the forty nine eggs it takes to make a creme pat, um, I suggest you go and buy. Some custard. some custard powder, yeah, and make it or custard, yeah, in a in a just carton. Bring, buy some double cream custard and you'll be fine. Yeah, you'll be fine. But um, um it looked yummy. Sixteen um, eggs. Sixteen eggs. Sixteen mm. eggs for the cream for the creme patissier alone. alone. Yeah, thirty eggs all up. Yeah, it's so many eggs. eggs. And then if there's four people competing, mm. that's 120 eggs. That's crazy. That's a lot of eggs. I mean, they're going through so much, uh, uh, so many eggs. That you'd want to get like, I hope they get uh, like a, f- a supermarket sort of grocery store as their major sponsor later on. You'd yeah, hope that so. Right now fantastic. we've established that it's still only McDonald's Gourmet Creations <laughs> <laughs> that is the main sponsor of MasterChef. <laughs> Um, but one day it will probably be a large supermarket chain, but in no way will it be headed. We've already established this. No way will it be headed by Curtis Stone because Curtis Stone was on an episode a few weeks ago stating how we should help local farmers and attend farmers markets and try and stay away from large he corporations. He loves seasonal, seasonal, seasonal produce. produce. And there's no way that cunt would fucking betray... <laughs> His own core values no. for a bucket load of cash. There's no, no way. Not at all. No He's way. in no way that he would just sell himself out like that. Say no. one thing and then later on down the track become the face of a huge multinational, yeah. you know, well, a huge. Yeah. <laughs> and there's no way, there's absolutely no way that Curtis Stone, when he does make that decision, if, if, if hypothetically Curtis Stone were to make that decision, I'm sure he'd probably think, I really hope that, you know, in a few years' time, a couple of cunts won't do a podcast and pull up this really niche episode of season yeah. one of MasterChef addressing the fact that I did in fact say please don't shop at large corporations, <laughs> support yeah. farmers' markets. Um, I'm going to twit. Have you tried twitting? Have you tried this I, I, I did. I did one twit. You should uh, twit him. That's a great twit. idea. Do you reckon he has twit? I'm pretty sure that yeah. Ellen and Kevin Rudd are the only people who have twit. Yeah, right. Did you see Kevin I'm gonna Rudd? I'm going to get a twit. Kevin Rudd did a selfie. <laughs> he did a selfie the wow. other day. Yeah. I got twit on my day. PC. I got twit on my PC. Yeah, yeah so great. I'm gonna twit it. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna twit. I'm gonna twit Curtis Stone. You should twit, twit him. him. Oh, not that I have anything to twit him about now, but I will twit <laughs> no, him yeah. if you want. <laughs> Please twit him. Yeah. Please twit and him. just say keep up the good work, fighting for the little guy. <laughs> 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 um, so basically, this this crock and bush challenge goes off. It's they're making. Yeah. Profiteroles, which are little hollow pastries. They're making creme pat, which is custard, and they're making a hard caramel, which Gary makes sure they all know how dangerous it is. Yeah, this is danger. Yeah, he's like, make sure if you get some on your hand, don't wash it off. Well, Adriana, 
Adriano is there. This is great. You said something about Adriano that I think was incredible. Adriano Zumbo. Adriano Zumbo, who is a guy who likes to say, doesn't say very much, man of few words, always kind of smiling. And Ben Russell describes him as a guy who definitely loves pussy. <laughs> uh, he does. He does. <laughs> he does. <laughs> I won't say any more on that because I don't want to cut that because it's comedy gold. <laughs> ben Russell said that Adriano Sumbo looks like the kind of guy who really loves pussy. Yeah, like he's devoted a large amount of his time <laughs> to pussy. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that one day, I just I don't know how quite to word this, I hope that one day Zumbo opens in Australia and opens near... Some, I hope that one day I'm living in South Yarra mm. and that Zumbo opens in South Yarra and uh, near my house where I'm living at the time. Mm. And one day I come downstairs and as they're setting up, Adriano Zumbo is there with a backpack. <laughs> It's very, very specific. Waddling off. Yeah, it's almost like it's happened. I'm seeing it in my mind like it happened. Personally, I hope that Zumbo gets his own show on Channel 7. Yeah. Jumps shit from Channel 10 and goes to Channel 7. I can't see him doing that. He wouldn't dog the Master No, because, I mean, the Zumbo, that show, I mean, Zumbo's got enough. You can see it here. You know, I can see he's got enough char- charisma. No, I think to the really man, carry the man a, show. a show. I would, I would say that I don't see that happening because I think that Adriano Zumbo seems so void of personality. <laughs> who would possibly who would give possibly? him a show? What you would do is you'd say, well, his desserts are very popular. The Crockenbush was a cultural milestone. Mm. Yeah. But he can't host a show because he doesn't have a lot of personality. No, he's a he's a pastry chef. <laughs> He's a pastry chef who that loves worships pussy. puss. Like, that's what he is. Um, so um, I also just want to say that there's a point in it where um, Julie says, Julie says to Zumbo, she goes, oh, how long does it take you to make the um, crockenbush? And he goes, oh, probably an hour and a half. And she's like, geez, you're a professional. And then about two minutes later, they go, they go we're going to give you two hours and 15 minutes. And then it's a shot of Julie and she's like, oh. And then it does a flashback. <laughs> yeah, that was good. With um, in sepia, in sepia, sepia tone. Oh, it's, it's the olden days. <laughs> of, her going, of her going, how long does it take? Like within two minutes. It's Julie remembering asking him that. Yeah. Meanwhile, Adriana's like, oh, yeah, <laughs> Julie, you better believe it. I'm a crock and bush in the streets and a crock and bush in the sheets. <laughs> <laughs> um, I also wrote down this quote as well because um, it is becoming quite apparent to us in the entire country that Poe is going to win this show, I feel. Yeah, well, um, she, even she knows it. She said, I'm not going to say that I'm 100% sure that I'll get through, but I'm fairly sure I will. <laughs> she knows. <laughs> she knows she's the only one who can cook. But this nearly bests her. Oh, my say. God. Didn't As we it? get down, she really... She freaks out. Luckily, you've got Andre, who at first I was like, Andre, you don't belong in the thing. But I actually, I'm, I like Andre. I think he's supportive. Yeah, I've come around to Andre. Yeah. Um, and he's he kind of helps Poe from the gantry side, like yelling out. And I really like this aspect where they yell out. I hope that they can develop this and just have yeah. people go, only five minutes, guys. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Come on, Suvi. Come on. 
They um there was a there was an episode a little while ago. Sam, the little worm that you don't like. I just, I also have just, worm. I have in my notes written here. Just I have in no context. Just Sam is a cocky little cunt. <laughs> I just hate him. He doesn't belong. In the top ten. But the reason he's in the top ten is because uh, a girl who eventually left because they they made her feel bad for being a girl, she... Um, she <laughs> Which is totally fine because it's 2009. <laughs> she um, told him how to cook the dessert from the from up there. There's no clarity of the rules. He was a puppet. And she was She just brain. said, now, take it off the heat, now, stir it, now. And so there, there's really no rules with the from the gantry. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, but no, Andre did do that. He really pulled her out because she was done because the fucking idiot. We love Poe. Yeah. But she didn't cook the flour enough and there wasn't enough gluten in the shoe pastry. Yeah, yeah. what a silly, silly move. What a stupid bitch, <laughs> which is totally fine to call a woman that at this time of year. Yeah, you sure you're going to be comfortable with us releasing that? Poe is a stupid bitch and I don't mind saying it. Actually, no, I do love Poe. <laughs> I'm right, just cool. joking. It's just a joke. And just like that, you <laughs> saved Zach having to edit something. So that's good. <laughs> it's just a joke. It's not like you're some kind of. Uh, it's not like political political correctness has gone mad. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, a direct quote from Poe. She just looks up at the gantry and just says, "I think I'm bye byes." <laughs> she has. I think I'm bye byes. I love her. I love. I her. think I'm bye byes. Yeah. And they were like, "No, you're not." And then Genie just yelled out, "No, you're not, Poe. Shut up." <laughs> <laughs> She was just like, no, don't say that. I was like, no. And Jeannie just goes, Poe, no, you're not. Shut up. And this is what separates Poe from the rest of the contestants because, you know, if that was Sam, it no contest. He would have crumbled. He looked he up at the gantries and said, I oh, think I'm going bye-bye. So People would have like, gone, well, fuck yep, off fuck then. off. Jeez, wait, I reckon that um, beautiful room that I've got to myself, I reckon that's, uh, that's I'm not going to be in there anymore because I'm God, I'm little Sam, I'm five foot tall, I have a fedora. <laughs> Yeah, he would not have done. He wouldn't have come back. But Poe, she in this time where she's down, she's in the weeds. Yeah, she recomposes herself, and she actually. I mean, I don't want to spoil it, but she she does one of the best crock and bush. I would say she does yeah. the best crock. I would say she does the best. Maybe not flavor wise, but presentation wise, yeah. it's, together it's fantastic. I also want to make note that obviously, since the crock and bush episode, media's gone bonkers. Everyone's talking That's, about the crock. We're bush. all about the. Crock it and makes bush. a lot of sense to me that we would talk about the crock and bush because we haven't seen them cook anything except toast <laughs> since, mm. since before the crock and bush. So it's the first time they've cooked anything even slightly. Difficult, really. It's they've cooked toast. Yeah, like, we've seen a lot of toast cooking. Well, of, of course. Uh, for reference, three weeks ago they did a sticky date pudding wow. in the equivalent challenge. They yeah, had exactly. an hour. Yeah, one hour to do a sticky date pudding, and then all of the sticky date puddings were really good. Yeah. And so they're all, they're probably all sitting there going, "Oh, we're probably going to have to make an apple pie." No, no, no. Crock and bush. You've time. got your pyramid of sugar. Um, um, Julie's, should we just sort of, is there anything yeah, else steam. inside it? Yeah. I think Julie's broke in half. Yeah. Um, but the, but the, um, the actual, the flavors were all there. It was the best cooked. Yep. Tom's was wonky, but a little burnt. Yeah. Uh, Chris's was. Not that great. Not that great. Not I think he should have. I personally think he should have gotten eliminated. Yeah. yeah. But in the end, Tom was eliminated. I mean, Tom is definitely the weakest of the four, but Chris is, mm. Chris did a shit job. He did do a shit job. Yeah. Although I did love, there was a point where they were like, uh, Chris, um, you know, why, why do you want to, what, what, what will it mean if you leave? And he goes, he says something like, 
Oh, you know, to be honest, it'll be hard and I'll, um, it'll take a long time to get over. And then it cuts to his talking head and he says, um, you know, I really spoke from the heart. I got emotional. <laughs> and he is an emotional being. <laughs> that was him, yeah. like, really. Oh, I'll be really upset if I go home. I've never seen someone in my whole life that's more of an emotional desert <laughs> yeah. than, than Chris oh, yeah. Badenoch. <laughs> if I go home, um, God, I'll, I'll be mad at myself and upset. <laughs> Um, but Tom goes home, which we're yeah. all shocked about. Personally, it's not like I was watching the episode and going, I know exactly who's going home because yeah. the other three are in the top five. I mean, there's no way to know. There's, there's no, way, no to know. way to know. So there's no way to know that the, those other three were, will be, you know, the top three. Watching yeah. uh, watching uh, Julie, Poe, Chris and a fourth person compete, <laughs> really tense. Yeah. <laughs> really tense I was viewing. On, I was edging my seat, bated breath. Yeah. Um, but Tom went home. Shock horror. I did think it would be Julie. Um, her time will come soon, I'm mm. very sure. Um, and obviously she was sitting amongst the winner and meet guy and they need to have meet guy in there just to kind of, you know, that white male thing. They need, yeah, to, have you a, they gotta, need to have a couple of them in you there. You've got to have a white male. Otherwise, oh, I mean, I don't know if I could really connect with <laughs> that, you know. <laughs> 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 2009. So 2009. Jumping, <laughs> jumping now into episode 38, yeah, I believe. Yeah. Um We've got a cheeky celebrity, what's it called? A celebrity chef. Yeah, celebrity <laughs> chef. No, what's the challenge called? It's the immunity challenge. The immunity immunity challenge. challenge. Another oh, chance yeah. for the producers to take out a contestant in their show <laughs> till the end. Yeah. The best. It's the idea that if you are the best cook on the cooking show, you will not feature on the program <laughs> yeah. for the majority of it. Um, a really great element was that Justine and Lucas won the previous uh, challenge. And she's but great. I really like Justine. Yeah. She's the one that she actually has will have a bit of a career. Yes. Yeah, you yeah, see yeah. that for her? Yeah, I do. I think she'll have a cooking show. Oh, oh wow. wow. Yeah. Very specific. Yeah. Yeah. Like she's, a mid-afternoon cooking yeah, show? Yeah, mid-afternoon cooking show. When yeah. we... Um, uh, imagine it's 2019. When we started doing this podcast, I actually walked past the hotel and Justine uh, was like in the foyer, like uh, presumably in Melbourne to do like a food thing. And I wanted to go get a photo with her. <laughs> it would have been very good. Um, uh, but the way of deciding who was going to compete against the celebrity chef was just Justine gave it to Greg. Yeah, like you choose. Yeah, so Justine was just like, I, I won't do this one. You can do this one. I've okay. never seen more. Um, I'm totally fine with that in a in a person as Justine. Just, with a, I just thought I'd let him have a shot. Yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> it's fine. I didn't need another go. Um, but then he cooks against someone named Ben O'Donoghue. Who I knew because I'm a big fan of surfing the menu. And Yep. And so right. he hosts that with Curtis Stone. Curtis Stone, the champion yeah. of small business. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that guy. Um, but Ben O'Donoghue, another beautiful looking chef. They've, mm. um, they've really been showcasing a lot of beautiful chefs. Mm. Um, we're talking Curtis Stone. We're talking Manu. We're talking George Columbaris. I hope Really Manu. sexy chefs. I hope Manu gets his own show. Um, we've we've decided that Manu is definitely in it for the cooking. Yeah, um, he. I mean, he's got he's going he's got a bunch of restaurants that are going to stay open. Well, oh, I think absolutely. what Manu needs to do is open a restaurant in Melbourne because I think we are going to get behind that. Yeah, <laughs> I think oh, everything 100%. Manu does business wise is going to succeed. What? Well, and so, he's actually a good cook and not just some. Well, we've seen him on Ready Dumb Steady fuck cook. Frenchman. So long as so long as he sticks to so long as he sticks to simple cuisine and a setting that 
that that supports that. I think he's a very simple, traditional French. Like, you wouldn't want him to do a circus-themed restaurant in an industrial space in South Yarra. That wouldn't quite work. Yeah, no. that, and that's a, that's a weird choice. That was a weird thing to say because someone wouldn't do that. Yeah, that's no. a weird choice. And if you were trying, like, if you did have that idea, you'd hope that you'd have loved ones around you that would say that's a bad idea. And Manu seems to be like he like seems like the kind of guy who would be surrounded by people who love him. But I think Manu is. Uh, I think he's versatile. Mm. I could see Manu, you know, yes, cooking, but also, what about a talent show? Yeah, no, yeah. Oh. that's that's patently ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what about a talent show? What well, like he, like he could potentially judge a, singers, yeah, and singers he, and acrobats and stuff. Yeah. That's weird, Ben. Yeah, I know. You're a cuckoo crazy. Yeah. And there's no way he'd do that with someone like, I don't know, the lead singer of Rogue Traders. (laughs) Love that band. (laughs) We love Rogue Rogue Traders here. Recaps. Yeah. Rogue Traders and Sneaky Sound System. Love Sneaky Sound System. We love UFO and nobody believes me. me. But also, love Tegan and Sarah. Bringing it back again. I'm so glad I found that reference somewhere. I also, another big song that I really like is. I'm gonna do it with Madonna. Madonna. It's funny. Yeah, it's good. It's funny. Oh, man. What Um, a great year. Now, this was actually a pretty interesting episode, and Ben, I'm so glad you watched it, Um, (laughs) uh, where Ben cooks against Greg Norman, Mm -hmm. um, and they're cooking kangaroo. What What the fuck? Why don't you just cook an emu? Why don't you just cook a Tassie devil? But no, cook they're cooking a crocodile. A, yeah, cook a crocodile. They're cooking a kangaroo fillet with mushrooms and creamed corn. Yeah. Um, I have creamed corn on toast sometimes. Yum, yum. Yum, 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 yum. Yum, yum, yum. yum, yum, uh, yum but yum. big twist, mm-hmm. we have another one who's through to the final week. So so they-, they What, he uh, wins? Yeah, yeah he, he won. won. He won. Yeah. You'd know yeah. this if you <laughs> like did your homework, Ben. <laughs> I mean, I, there's At no way. At this point, you were shit faced from drinking to Crembat. <laughs> I was a little bit shit faced, and uh, I also, think two hours of MasterChef Master is my limit. Is enough <laughs> to ask yeah. of a guest? Yeah, yeah. I think that asking you to watch three hours of MasterChef yeah. and then do an hour of podcast. Yeah, I think that's fine. Yeah. And then tell you a minute before we go on that it's set in 2009. <laughs> I think that's uh, fine. Uh, especially because you haven't done four years of training in improv in Chicago yet. No, <laughs> You're I just haven't. The Perth I'm saving up for that <laughs> at the moment. You're just a WA stand-up. Yeah. Just trying to make it. Just trying to make it. I mean, um, I did my first Melbourne Comedy Festival this year. Oh, congratulations. Oh, How was it? It was great. I did it with a friend and we did a show called Man Face. What's your friend's name? Uh, Jason Chatfield. I've, I've, oh, we'll, keep, we'll keep an eye out for that name. Yeah. Um, also, as, uh, as you know, uh, Lucas won. He beat Ben O'Donoghue from Surfing the Menu and he's now through to finals week along with young Julia Jenkins. Can um, I say as well, this is a real like, uh, I feel like this is a real fork in the road for Curtis who came on, who wasn't in a position where he was made to lose. He just brought, was brought on on a boat to look beautiful. Ben was brought on and lost to a golfer. <laughs> <laughs> I think one of those two people are going to now become millionaires with yeah. trade yeah. deals. The other, they've made a fool. Well, yeah. it, wouldn't be, it wouldn't be Curtis Stone because, I mean, Curtis Stone wouldn't sell out. No, so I think it'll be right. Ben. That's, yeah. Yeah, well, that's no, Julia Jenkins won against Pete 
Um, what's his name? Oh, I don't know. Pete Evans. Pete Evans. Oh, wow. Yeah, so Julia Jenkins won against a small chef named Pete Evans. Yeah, who right. seems really cool and normal. Yeah, oh, he still really... has dead eyes, though. <laughs> he does. I'm worried that he's going to get more famous and uh, spout his bullshit. <laughs> You're worried about that? Yeah. I wouldn't yeah. worry too much. He seemed really nice, really sane. Really level. Yeah, really yeah. level. Like Definitely not a psychopath. If no. he's a psychopath, then George is not a socialist. Yeah. <laughs> and a truer statement has never been made. Um, and then we've reached the end of week seven, part one. We did it. Wow. wow. Thank you so much, Ben, for coming on the podcast. Honestly, we really appreciate it. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Like, we ask so much. Um, But, like, obviously you're going to stick around, keep watching until the finale. Definitely. Um, And have we established that because we ask every guest that we have on who Mm -hmm. they think is going to win? I mean, it's it's definitely going to be Poe. It's Poe, 100%. I think that we're all on board there. Poe is going to win. If it's not Poe, then Curtis Stone is going to sell out. George Cullen (laughs) Burris is going to become a thief. (laughs) (laughs) And Pete Evans is going to continue to get a bigger and bigger platform to spout his dangerous... (laughs) Unscientifically proven nonsense. So, I mean, <laughs> that's that's just that's madness. It's crazy madness. This show really is the platform <laughs> that it's done a lot of harm. It's really letting a lot of good people. Yeah, <laughs> it's giving a platform to a lot of good people. Yeah. Isn't it just um, <laughs> hopes for the series? Hope Gary continues to develop his personal persona. Yeah, and maybe gets a persona. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, and I he hope, will. Yeah. He will. And I hope Matt Pe- Preston <laughs> loses a bit of weight. <laughs> <laughs> I can say that. Because it's 2009. <laughs> That's right. And we don't respect people. No, we don't. No, we don't afford people just basic respect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's amazing, <laughs> though. Like basic when you do, um, when you are in the position where, say, hypothetically, you have to pretend you're um, 10 years ago, like you're yeah. in a position 10 years ago, how fucked you realize yeah. the world is. It's, um, really just it's 10 a years very ago. confronting podcast. Yeah. Yeah. It's a very confronting podcast. It's interesting podcast to think to about do. maybe like things have only perhaps, will only perhaps change like only like nine or eight years from now. Mm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Things will be, continue to be quite fucked. <laughs> yeah. Uh, until only very recently, if we're 10 years in the mm. future. Yeah, and go completely unaddressed to the point that when they are addressed, everyone loses their minds. Yeah. Are we still all wearing American apparel? I think so. <laughs> yeah. Abercr- and also Abercrombie and Fitch. Love that. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Yes, please. Yum, yum. Mm. Um, thank you so much, Ben. Thanks, Ben. Do you have any uh, shows at the Blue Room you want to promote? <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, I think I am going to be doing a production for Black Swan. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Black Swan State Theatre Company. Yes, yeah, so congratulations. I think at this point in my career, I'm definitely more focused on theatre. Um, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, but if you were to ever set up um, your own... social media yeah. accounts on yeah. Instagram, what would you do it? How would you do it? What do you mean? What if would someone you be wanted your to follow you? Oh yeah, right. Probably just um, the twit. I'm thinking about starting a twit uh, at Ben Russell's. Yeah, great. Okay. And um, I'm thinking about doing. A, you've heard of this thing YouTube? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's a new thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that's the one with the the cat videos. And the, I wouldn't yeah, recommend yeah. getting on it. There's no way to make money off it yet. No. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Mm. But you're thinking. Of I reckon. Starting... Yeah, and I reckon you would be great. 
Edit. Zach. Yeah, Zach. <laughs> no, I'm Zach... a theatre man. Yeah, Zach yeah, I know does... that you're a theatre Zach guy. does theatre. What are you I think I want to be a theatre director. I, that... I, I would not be encouraging before. my friend Zach Ruane, who does theatre, to commit his life to YouTube, what, YouTube comedy or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I think maybe you should think about doing the YouTube. Oh, patently ridiculous. <laughs> I think you could find some people uh, to collaborate with. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. I think you're a lone shark. <laughs> <laughs> I think that you're going to go I'm solo. I'm alone. Yeah, yeah. I am. Yeah. <laughs> Personally, I am going to start up one where I play video games and call myself PewDiePie. PewDiePie. I love it. I think I'm going to start doing... And wear iron crosses and just secretly be a Nazi. <laughs> <laughs> and I reckon I'm going to start doing, like, I don't know, like putting my makeup on and doing tutorials wow. about makeup yeah. on YouTube. It's weird. It's niche, it's, but it's I reckon really, a couple really people niche. might like it. Yeah, that's, I'm just doing it for, like, a small group of people. But I'm really starting to think about maybe doing makeup in front of a camera. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. That, I, that, like, I mean, it would be crazy to think that I could become a millionaire off something like yeah. that. I, uh, but, um, so, like, it's not for the money. It's just because I like my face. I, I think currently... I'm, for fun, I just like to shoot vertical videos of me doing 30 second dances. So I'll, I'll take a, so like a long, thin, tall image mm. of me dancing for 30 seconds. That's my passion. Don't, I hope that one day there's a platform. Yeah, for right. It. I don't know that reference, but. <laughs> uh, <laughs> 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 I that's clear enough. Oh, no, maybe I get it, but it's, it's just TikTok. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking about oh. TikTok. Oh, yeah, TikTok. Yeah, yeah, TikTok. Like the clock? Uh, no, the biscuit. <laughs> Anyway, I um I have big hopes for this show. Um, I like the way that it's just about you know the personalities more than the food, and I think mm-hmm. that it should continue that way. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Thank you so much, Ben. Thank you for having me on this brand new medium. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, I this medium, you know, I think it's going to be crazy. Maybe you can make it work for you someday. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Man, you think not Ben? Be... He's too much of a grub. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think this podcast, this podcast thing is fun, but I don't know if it's going to be so widespread as every you know mediocre <laughs> white man is going to have a podcast. I don't think that mm. that's going to be. Or every uh, every cunt with a stupid idea will commit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, this has been exhausting. <laughs> Imagine fucking 14 of them. Yeah. Keep in mind that we've just hit episode 39 and there's still like 40 more episodes to go. Not only that, but 2010 is right around the corner. <laughs> Thanks so much, guys. Thanks, Ben. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 